0: Uh, uh, John Wade. I'm a seal now, basically a seal. Basically a seal. <laughs> oh, can you balance? Uh, can you balance a beach ball in your nose? Yeah. The... So, you know, I posted that one reel. Yeah. Right off the bat, here comes somebody. Oh, what about that right side? It's like you. It's just barely off camera. It's a wall. So, yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, today's story we're talking. We're talking about. My ex- my first time first experience at a shoot house. Tactical. Yeah. I'm basically me and you know Lucas are gonna be friends now. You're and, a CQB expert. <laughs> yes, I'm basically an expert now. No, uh you'll you'll be listening to this in the following podcast. It's gonna be about my full experience at Vortex. Took up a trip took a trip to Wisconsin. Wisconsin. You know what the saddest part about that was? I was I was I could not wait to hear someone talk like that. And everybody talked normal. There was one lady. We walked into a cheese shop, which was amazing. We'll get into that on in a podcast. But uh she like right off the bat, she was super like stout and I'm like, it's happening. And then she like went and talked to normal. I'm like, what? So wait, was the first part fake? Yeah. <laughs> but no one talked like that. I'm just like, this is bullshit. But anyways. This is going to be my uh, about my first experience in a shootout, which you'll hear in a podcast what led us to this point. But I'll, I'll go ahead and give a little snippet. Uh, we weren't actually supposed to do the shootouts. Uh, we were touring a f- uh, certain facility at Vortex, and we walked into the room. They're actually training some people, some folks in there. And I'm like, I just I look at the guy who's giving us our tour, and I'm just like, I want to do that so bad. They were actually using simulation. Uh, but we use airsoft which the the guns I don't, I don't even know what, like who made them but they look like real you know M4s and shit but they're airsoft so we didn't have a lot of time so he gave us and I you know I used his name once and I thought that's may not be this good so I'm just going to refer to him as the panther and I'll get into why I'm going to call him panther the panther gave us a very very and even he said like quick Dirty rundown. And it was basically like, this is how you enter a door as an individual. This is how you enter a door as a team. And if there was more people, this is how you would do this. And then me and him did, like he showed us that, and he showed us a few other things about different room styles. And then uh, me and him did a few run-throughs on just carboard targets. And like literally, this, this the time lapse of just like going from not knowing anything which it, it was very helpful like there's a lot of things that i didn't even think about that he brought to my you know to okay we're gonna put people in there Y'all, me and you are gonna go in there and clear this house and i'm just like fuck yeah is it you know back in the day and you know, we've talked about this before back in the day i did a lot of and it was, it was never in houses or anything a lot in the woods a lot of paintball and airsoft so i'm just like i'm super pumped it's like it just it just looks like a lot of fun like Yes, uh, I learned a lot of valuable stuff, uh, but more than anything, like I just wanted to do it because it looked like a shitload of fun, and it was an absolute blast. But here's the thing: like, we I got this quick dirty rundown, and uh, they put two guys in, so it was me and him versus those two, Daddy, and Tom were up on the catwalks. <laughs> the only thing it sucked is like you needed to you needed a pole to hold the. Camera up higher, or the phone up higher. So you know, I got limited reels. If, you know, if you follow my reels, you've seen two already. I'm I'm having a blast, but I'm also like, I'm watching the Panther because the Panther, and I'm not gonna tell his backstory. I don't know. Like, he, he's supposed to come to the podcast, and we'll let him. Well, let's just say the Panther's done this before, and the reason why I'm calling the Panther because this some um, some bitch like the minute it was go time he turned into a different person and I, I you know i'm just letting him take lead obviously he he's the panther he has experience i'm i'm watching him and i'm working like the things he showed me i'm super focused on him almost to a detriment to myself like instead of enjoying it more i'm worrying about like not upsetting the not letting the panther down <laughs> but he did tell me and i don't remember the exact phrase he used but it was like if you're wrong just go wrong fast like if you're if you're fucking up it's better just to go and then you know so i just kind of kept that in mind but most time i just let him take the lead and you know fault him and it was so much fucking fun And and like i said i'm literally sitting here watching him more than anything like his footwork I'm pretty sure you could have turned lights completely out. He could have done this blindfolded. Like, he's clearly done it a few grillion times. Like, it was super impressive. Uh, you know, for somebody, well, to me, it was super impressive. Like, I'm literally watching all of his moves, how he handles the firearm, everything. It was fucking amazing. So, you know, we did our quick rundown, then we started going against him. But the, the most, to me, the other side of this coin was the two guys that are, you know, there was two guys that swamped out, but there's one guy that just kept going back in. I guess he was a glutton for punishment because we were, we dominated the whole time. <laughs> they, they just massacred them, but the the funny part was I would love to have been up there where Daddy Nim was because, like, you know, we're doing our thing and they're in there in the way they react to the situation. It's it's It was like a it was super interesting to see where their mind space goes. Like they would almost go into panic mode and like they would make mistakes because they're, you know, they, they know we're coming, but we're being so quiet. They don't know where we're coming from. Whereas like they're running into shit and like they shot each other once (laughs) because I don't know. Uh, I wish again, I wish we'd had a great video coverage of this. Unfortunately, Mr. Fitzgerald couldn't go. So I didn't have camera guy. Uh, but like, One time when we're we're about to make entry, a guy was literally standing with his back to that door. (laughs) Yeah. So he got scared and took off running into another room and his own teammate (laughs) shot. But anyway, like it would have been hilarious to get to stand up there and watch all this shit take place. But, you know, I got to watch some of the videos on my phone. But here's the crazy part. Okay, so our first run, first live fire run, whatever you want to call it, well, there's people in the house, so in the this is in Vortex Edge, which is like their range facility. They have all kinds of training stuff. They have like the 360 simulator too. They have range, uh, hundred yard range. Do you know if it was the Vitra or? I think that's what it said <clears throat> on the deal. I don't remember. Uh, they have hundred yard range, pistol range. This room, so it's a massive room, but inside the room is. Probably 1,500, 2,000 square foot shoot house with catwalks over the top. And the coolest part about it is you could dim down the lights. So the Panther, and I have to think it's just from his what he's used to operating in, turned down the lights real low. <laughs> like almost, it, it didn't bother me, but like I feel like it bothered them a lot. Yeah, those predator hunt eyes also. <laughs> so, they go in the house, and what, what they'd do is, like, they'd get situated, give the guys on the catwalk a thumbs up, and then they'd give us a thumbs up. So that way we wouldn't know where they're at. But they'd always fuck up and, like, let us know where they're at. But anyways, so around the exterior of the shooting house, there's a few windows. And right before we walk off, he turns around and looks at me. He's like, we're just going to slip around the edges and see if we can shoot them from the windows. <laughs> so this is the crazy part. Like I'm, I'm hyped. Like I, I'm just excited to be doing this because it's again, it just looks like so much fun. We're easing down. It's concrete floors. We're easing down through there. And as as I'm sitting here thinking this, because I'm again, I let him take the lead because like this is this is Panthers ball game. I'm sitting here. I'm I'm like watching how he's you know where he's at in relation to the outside wall, how he's walking, how he's presenting his firearm, all that stuff. But in my mind, I'm like, man, someone's being loud of their footsteps. He literally turns around and whispers, like gets real close. Close your mouth. I can hear your footsteps echoing off the inside of your mouth. And when he first said that, I thought, this motherfucker's fucking with me. (laughs) But like, you know, I don't know if you've ever noticed, like sometimes when I'm doing stuff, my mouth's always open. Yeah. Yeah because it's also because i breathe through my nose a lot i, I don't know it's involuntary but 100 percent when i close my mouth I, i'm like super dialed in i'm listening i'm like oh it does make a difference and then i'm just like after the, like, obviously we go around we shoot one guy <laughs> and we win really fast so while they're getting reset up i'm over there like asking four million questions and i'm like I, i'm not used to trying to be quiet on concrete show me what the fuck you're doing with your feet <laughs> So he shows me, and then after that, we're just like stone silent. <laughs> but so you know, we we win that one real fast. We win the next few really fast is super fun. But so there's one scenario where uh, there was a guy hiding in a hallway, and it was it was my technically my corner. So you know, we sweep the room. I sweep the down the hallway from inside the room i could see his feet but he don't like we're literally just in the next room he don't know we're there though because we literally like i said once i figured out the footwork and all that stuff you couldn't hear us going anywhere so i see his feet and i'm just like meh. this is what i used to do in airsoft i just put several in his foot (laughs) and naturally he bends over a little bit because these things like we're literally five yards away from each other but these things are turned all the way up apparently well, I mean, I got hit once, and it drew blood. Like that's how powerful they are. And I had a sweater on with sleeves down. But he bends over, and I shoot him a bunch. But like he doesn't go down. And I and you know the whole time I'm just like, what's well, so the waiter? We just like, is he dead, or are we just shooting him till he give up? Well, the Panther, Panther believes in one rule. You don't stop shooting till they get like they visually say I'm done. And the Panther. Like, technically, it's his way is the other direction, but he, he hears me. I shoot the guy in the foot. He bends over. I get him on the side, but he doesn't like, he's just like, ow! You know, he didn't say I give up or anything like that. And I look at the Panther. I'm like, so, you know, I didn't say nothing, but I'm just like, you know, because I, I forgot to ask, like, what, what are the rules we playing under here? The Panther does this goddamn move. Like, you know, his route is supposed to be going out this way. So he's facing that way, covering another end of the hallway. I'm, you know, just put some on this guy. He comes over here and in one turn just literally flips around the door sill and flips hands at the same time with the rifle. And literally just, like, at this point, he's nearly touching the guy with his barrel. <laughs> just fucking this guy literally falls down like he like he's being shot for real (laughs) and like it was so it was so weird to me because i you know this i don't remember this guy's name and unfortunately i don't remember the guy that were literally just (laughs) he's acting as if he had been shot for real Like, his mind space went there. And the Panther, like I said, the silent killer over here, don't stop shooting until they've had enough. Because he, dude, I swear to God, as soon as we went for real, his whole attitude, his demeanor, the look in his face changed. He just went into kill mode. (laughs) And this poor son of a bitch... I mean, he was, he had whelps all down his back, his side. Like, he was fucked up. But I'm just, at that point, I'm laughing so hard. I can't, I like, we had already gotten the other guy. Like, I couldn't join in. And the goofy son bitch just went and said, I quit. You know, so Panther's over there and just. <laughs> and I'm like, these poor son bitches, this guy, because when it's go time, he goes kill mode. And it was, it was, it was amazing to witness someone. <sighs> Of his skill level, how he handles himself, his footwork, his his uh, situational awareness was out of this world. Like, because they have obstacles everywhere, and they're they're foam obstacles, but they're in the shape of like a bed, they're in the shape of a refrigerator and stuff, you know, table and chairs, stuff like that. The way he moved around a room, around all that stuff, whilst always being on the gun. It was like he had seven eyes in his head. I I don't know. It was very strange, and it was very – it was super impressive. The Panther, I would not want to go up against him ever in a short-range bout. Uh, Who do you think Lucas versus this guy, who do you think takes it? I have not seen – I didn't see him on a pistol, but CQB – well, he is salty at long-range, too, which we get into that podcast, but – CQB, like I haven't seen a gun tuber that even comes close to this fella. Yeah, like the the Panther is a straight killer. Like oh, yeah. it, it was, it was the most impressive thing. Just watching him work, and then watching the the attitude change and every, like it was the most impressive thing I've seen in a long time. But I finally got, you know, basically because I let him take the lead so much, he wouldn't ultimately he would end up getting most of the kill like technically the kills like if i was in a position to shoot as well i would but like it was generally him spearheading into a situation and taking them out and like i said which is fine with me cuz i'm i'm watching him like you, you want to be good at something you learn from the best i feel like i was learning from the best like and i'm sure there's others out there like him you know yeah this is just the most impressive person i've ever seen here's the re- here's the second question would be uh which were we already Past for twelve minutes, but that's fine. Um, what percentage do you think was like shooting skill versus like things that nobody ever normally actually trains or focuses on? Oh, it was a hundred percent. I mean, you're you're in a house, and this is some and this is something we've talked about before, and I'm going to talk about again. I was presenting my rifle as I should and everything else. I. I you're not, I'm not even using the red dot. It's so close. You should be able to shoot that well. So I'm going to say a very low percentage on shooting ability. I mean, it is important, obviously, but the footwork and knowing how the proper way to do these ribs and everything, like the training aspect, the technique. Sure, yes. Yeah. Technique and far the shit that nobody ever shows you practicing or anything like that. Far more important. And, uh, like, you know, me and him talked about a lot of stuff about uh, training-wise and firearms and everything else about the aspect of, yeah, uh, being good with a firearm is vastly important, obviously. But you that should just be such such regimented training that it's second nature. The The vastly more important part of this CQB, in my opinion, is literally getting in there and training the footwork in a proper way to clear the rooms. Cause the cool thing is, like, they had doors everywhere. Yeah. So every time we'd come out and they'd reset, they'd, they'd open certain doors, close certain doors, block off certain doors with tree plants. Like they'd change up the layout essentially. And just, you know, I don't know. Shooting was second. Uh, your footwork, situational awareness, and everything else come first. Sounds 100%. like we were in a shoot house. Oh, when we dipped our heads in there, like I said, some folks were in there training when we first saw it. What led us to this was I go, oh, I want to do that. Like, it just slipped out. (laughs) I'm just like, oh, I want to do this so bad. So they made plans the next day. Like, we changed our plans to drag my ass up there. to see You know, and before I knew it, like three and a half hours went by. And I'm just, I'm having so much fun. I just, I'm like, can we just stay here all day and do this? They're like, no, they got people. (laughs) But so I finally got, I, I, I made a, I made a kill, I suppose, is what you call it. So we worked through the house. Uh, first guy got out. They got him. I think the Panther got him out really fast. We have one guy left. Now, the funny part was I, we're sitting there. We moved through t- two rooms. I'm watching through a doorway. He's watching through another doorway. This is where he knew what to do. But he he looked over at me, and he could tell I was processing the situation because they opened so many doors. There were so many options. And this one guy, we didn't know where he was. Like, usually they had been giving themselves away, so you couldn't kind of know a general area. But he had actually been still and quiet, so we didn't know where he was. And I could tell, like, he's looking at me, waiting on me to make a decision, and I'm still processing, like, oh, we haven't, tr- we haven't tried this yet. Because it's like two doorways are open this time, multiple intersecting hallways, and then all these other doors are open. So it's like, I'm... I'm kind of like I'm looking at him like you go, <laughs> you know? but the guy comes walking by, but he's talking about. He's saying something like along the lines of like I'm done or something like that, and Lily like I was just about to pull the trigger on him, and he didn't even know where we was at, and I'm just I'm perfect on him, and but then he says you know says whatever he says like I'm done or whatever, and I'm I just put my gun down, and go back on safety. And I look at the Panther, and I just go like this. And by the time I hear that guy go, oh, we're back on. He runs down another hallway into another room. So I look at the Panther. Well, now we know the January where he's at. I look at the Panther, and he just gives me the signal like go. So I zip through there, start making my – so the way he showed me to clear this one particular room was, you know, we we go in basically as a team. But, you know, one right after another, like I go one direction, he goes one direction, spin the walls, all that bullshit, which I did really need this room diagram to show you how he trained me to do it and to show you how wrong I was. <laughs> so I knew the guy, cause you know, I spun around the door opening. He can only be one place. And there's a little corner over there that has a small wall. And about that time, he, I just see his gun come around the corner and he just, you know, little burst. One of them hit me right here. And at that, you know, right here on the arm. At that time, I just shark in there as quiet as possible. <laughs> just go. I mean, I'm like this far away from him. <laughs> and I'm sure that shit hurt bad. <laughs> but, uh, which that, I posted that real, I think this morning of me making that kill. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did everything wrong. <laughs> Cause this is definitely not how we train to do this, but it, you know, this is what I was talking to him about. Like the only downside of this is we know, or in my brain, I know how many people's in there and I know how many people's left. I know exactly where he's at. So I'm probably going to do the improper technique just to get the kill out of the way. And when I was trying to ask him, and now I don't remember what the Panther said, like in that situation is what I did wrong yes i uh kind of exposed myself like if if it had come around the corner yes i'd have been like i'm ready to go but i'm exposed instead of following his procedures like he taught me so now i'm just like i gotta build one of these fucking things (laughs) to be to be fair realistically you would have just grabbed a bunch of grenades and lobbed them in the room yeah i did ask (laughs) him where flashbangs were and stuff like that and they just looked at me like i was a nut job or just shoot through the wall exactly because then yeah you cross over that room there's a, there's a guy bedded in sandbagged with a fucking belt fed just right. rip your ass to pieces yeah you know that's what that's why the longer we went that's when i slowly started realizing like i'm a little bit skewed because i know exactly how many people are in here and all that kind of stuff and it's causing me to cut a few corners here yeah. and there uh but also like there's so many scenarios that i'm sitting here looking like well in this particular situation If we're in here, they already know we're in here because as soon as we come through the door, we we took a guy out. Yeah. At this situation, if I know there's a certain person over there and I know everybody in here is on the kill list, I am going to shoot through a wall. (laughs) I'm going to at least try. You know, I don't, you know, I know there's so many, like all that did was opened up Pandora's box. But I will say this, like I've done, I've done walkthroughs of the houses here because and I'll still do it like once every couple months because I, you know, yes, it's maybe a little bit much, but like in a, if the situation ever arises, I want to be able to, you know, know my way around in the dark and, you know, not just be an idiot, like not be defenseless. After going through that little bit of training, oh, there's so many things I'll do different now. I mean, I, I, the, the sweeping of the room and that kind of stuff, that's, that's pretty, yeah. You know, that's, that's pretty, in my opinion, that's pretty, uh, apparent, the proper way to do that. Uh, but like, there's so many little details that he showed me that I just never would have even thought of, but, but it also told showed me that, uh, short rifles are great, (laughs) you know, even more great than I thought before for a home defense yeah it it was it was an amazing experience i learned a lot in a very short amount of time but it also opened up pandora's box like i'm just like i want to do this way more and i want to i want to be more even more proficient at it uh but according to them i did pretty good for my first time ever so i'm basically you know you know i could be hired you know just saying (laughs) you you could have killed the line if you wanted to. exactly i mean clearly No, it was a great time. Uh, Be sure and tune in for the full podcast. We talk about the vortex trip. There's there's so much cool shit. Like I I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, there's just so much cool shit. Anyways, we'll see you guys next time.